Around the world, find this Keepers radio show. Bonjour. Willkommen. Hola. Ciao. How do you do? I'm very well, thank you. I'm uh, your host, Pete Mitchell. And I'm Andy Votel. And I'm especially proud to be here, Pete, appointed by the Aphrodisian Ministers of Unpopular Culture to be this year's official wow. Eurovisionary Historian. Congratulations. So this truly is the Histoire de Melody Eurovision. Yeah, this is the Finest Keepers Eurovision record show. It kind of is, yeah. Like a sort of like the B music of Eurovision, I'd say. Yeah, you know, it's something that me and Lee Jander have discussed year after year. Do you keep up with Eurovision, Pete? I've fallen off the, the Eurovision bandwagon in recent years. Really? That Saturday once a year, crisps and lemonade, watching Eurovision. Of course, Mr. Wogan doing his finest. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just, as, as the years gone by and I've bought less and less, you know, uh, English language music over mm. the years, I've sort of like, it started to pique my interest. But Lee Jander, very good friend of mine, good friend of the show, good friend of the label, yep. he's uh, he's always, always on it. So we spoke loads about it. It's, it's surprising how many Eurovision records I actually have in the house without even knowing it. I'm not talking about novelty pot records. Serious, mm-hmm. serious, you know, serious big hitters like Jean Claude Vanier, Michel Columbia, you know, finders keepers, B music fav- favourites. So I mean, it's a dream come true to actually be doing a show now. You know, it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time. Uh, the pressure's on, you know, and uh, hopefully we're going to retrace the the steps and the wider discographies of some of the Eurovision entries over the last 50, 60 years. You know, yeah, yeah. So. Our, our producer Lee Jander is given us the. the, the the cue to move on with things. So what is the, the starting point for this uh, epic uh, Finest Keepers Eurovision Song Contest radio show for 2016? I think, should we, should we, should we head straight to Greece? Mm. What a fantastic place to start. One of my faves here, this is El Pida from Greece. Originally appeared at the Eurovision in 1979, the very beautiful El Pida was chosen to represent Greece with Socrates. It uh, came eighth with 69 points. And interestingly, uh, Andrew, uh, seven years later, she uh, represented Cyprus with a song called Torizo. Ah, right. Repeat offender. Yeah, indeed. 69 points. Yeah, What's on nerve? Yeah. And she is beautiful, El Pida. She, uh, she's, she's somewhat of a uh, Florinda Balkan um, Edvigi Finette lookalike wow. of, a, of, a, of a Greek persuasion. But if you were to dig a little deeper in the uh, in the in the record bins of, of Athens and try and get past that Greek script, you might find that uh, the first album by Elpida is a bit more of a synth-driven thing on the on the Pan Vox label, and it includes this awesome track called "He Will Come, He Will Come," which has become a B music uh, floor filler. I think it appeared on our cross-continental record raid road trip compilation about six or seven years ago, and it sounds very much like this. Finders Keepers B Music Σου φύγω και τα με ζητάς 
You're listening to the Finders Keepers Eurovision Record Show special. I'm Pete Mitchell with Andy Botel. El Pida, that synth-driven mm. beast from Greece. Amazing. That's far cry from um, Bucks Fizz. It is isn't indeed. It? Yeah. Slightly we, alternative. Yeah, yeah. We are here with the Histoire de Melody Eurovision, the B music of uh, the y- y- Eurovisionary Music Contest. And that was, um, as I said, El Pida. Amazing. Athens, anyway, Greek mm. pop, Greek beat, yeah, Greek beat, Greek beat, yeah. It's it's an amazing place. That new invention, new genre. Mm, I don't know. I like I it. Know. Greek yeah, beat's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing. It's fertile patch for for digging for records. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, look at that cover. Would you leave that behind? I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't at all. I, I can't recognise the word synthesizer anywhere on the back of it in in yeah, Greek. Right. But as soon as I figure it out, I'll be buying more records with... with Interesting with, that uh, it, it would seem like a, a serious artist entering what, to their in, in their opinion, is a serious competition. Yeah, in their opinion, but I'm sure with with various naysayers mm. and piss-takers, yes. uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, much derided, as you... As but you, still as respected you in other countries as we speak. Yeah, but look what look what the naysayers are missing out on. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's, uh, that's a serious record. So, I mean, uh, yeah, time's ticking on. Lee Jander's giving us the thumbs up. Uh, where are we moving on to next? Turkey, lovely, one of my favourite places. Turkey, one of our uh, one of our our best uh, d- d- digging spots for uh, obscure records. Two two tracks into the competition, and we're already up against uh, a potential Olympic scale mispronunciation with this next artist. Uh, over to you, Pete. Her name is Nilfa, and uh, her, her group Nazar. <laughs> Nilufa. Nilufa and her group Nazar. Nazar, that sounds about right. Originally in the uh, Eurovision Song Contest in 1978. Not a great night for them, received only two points, coming 18th out of a field of 20, so... (laughs) 18th. Nearly non-point there, nearly falling off the uh, the coupon. Wow, 18th. I know, I know, it's a disaster. But life doesn't end with Eurovision, you know. Of course not, that's why we're here. Yeah. In in the world of B music, N- Nilufa, regardless of our, gr- our group Nazar, made mm. some amazing records. In fact, here's what Eurovision missed out on. Finders Keepers, second class sound. Yes. 
Listening to the Finest Keepers radio show, the uh, B music of Eurovision. What about that, ladies and gentlemen? Nalufa, famous for coming 18th out of 20 entrants. So the story the, goes at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1978. Yeah. If only she'd have performed that banger, maybe things would have been different. Think she it? might have picked up the winning gong. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? I think on that, uh, listen, I think she deserves a, a, a winner's medal. Yeah. Trophy, yeah. whatever. I'm not too sure what I get. Is it a rose bowl? Maybe. Yeah. Bunch of flowers? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, enjoy, are you enjoying your time in Europe? Uh, it's always uh, a nice, I always have a nice time in Europe. Uh, anything beats being uh, stuck in the English countryside. As much as I like it, it's nice to get out and, uh, you know, uh, smell, new, smell the flowers. Thing. Try new things. Smell the daffodils. What did you have for, what did you have for, did you have a continental breakfast this morning? Uh, I just had pan chocolate and a latte. That's as continental as I get. I had a, well, for breakfast I had a gazpacho. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Followed by steak to tar baguette. Wow. 
and a Camembert electric fondue. Right. Mini fondue. Do you need a toilet break after that? Such a start to the day. I've just had a mold wine. Really? Wow. And now I'm going to have some hot Vimto with some ice cubes. Oh, I think you might have to see a doctor by the end of this. Uh, I'm in Europe. I'm, I'm on my I, holidays. Well, I can tell. I can tell you're being very, very continental. Very continental. It suits you with your beret and your. Suit of armour. Yeah, yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you blend you know. in anywhere across Europe. You dress like that. Eating that sort of stuff, dressing like that, you yeah. blend in anywhere. I do, yeah, yeah. I often think that people it struggle with, with, uh, with European pop music because they can't pass the language barriers. And I, th- I, th- I, I can't, do you know what I mean? I kind of think in, yeah. uh, originally, even as ba- back as far as the 40s and 50s, people could handle... French language, mm. and they could handle Portuguese and Brazilian music, but when you got to sort of like Germanic languages or Eastern mm. European or Turkish or even Welsh, they were sort of stumbling blocks, you know. More emphasis on the language rather than the melody. Well, I just, I just think, yeah, 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 mm. yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think but, you said in the past, though, if uh, if it's bad lyrics and you don't understand them, but the tune is great, it, it kind of gets one sort of problem out of the way. Yeah, yeah, but I think the the, the melodicism of of the French is is why mm. people like the next uh, entry did so well in the uh, in the competition. Mm. Entering for Luxembourg in French language, this was France Gal. Represented Luxembourg in 1965, a winner, French lady, French song, but to represent in the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg. Yeah, mm. yeah. Barely a lady, very young. Mm. Well, she was mm. like 16 or something when she when she entered. Um, but the thing is, the song was written by the infamous Serge Gansborg. Oh, here we go, yes. Yeah, um, p- p- Olympic-sized mispronunciations ensue puppy de care puppy du son which i think translates to wax doll rag doll now already serge gansbo's getting subversive mm-hmm. with this and he's sort of like making out to the the people watching that that she's his puppet and you know uh, he was manipulator sort of like, yeah, manipulating the uh, yes. competition and everything under the guise of that great early yeah yeah story of his life really music well yeah i mean but, but what followed this was the les sets which was um which was another very famous follow-up to this record, which is about France Gal sucking a lollipop while Serge um, quietly chuckled to himself about um, all this um, phallic frivility. Bit of a beavis and butthead moment, I would have said, for Serge yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, you know, with all due respect. Uh, and and after that, France Gal went into hiding for a couple of years. Because mm. uh, she, when she realised... Mm, famous what, story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, when she realised how... Mm. But, but eventually she did come back... And record with Serge. Well, they made up in the end. Yeah, and did this song called Petite Ballons. By which point, yeah. Serge has, hadn't, I, even, I, hadn't I, learned I, his lesson because the euphemism was... was, was he never was, stopped, though, did he? No, no, no. But but, but this time... Himself. Yeah, but, but France Gal rose to the challenge by yeah. this point, and she... Um, yeah. And it's also um, one of the last songs recorded by uh, Gansborg and Jean-Claude Vanier. Who is, of course, another Eurovisionary luminary who we will visit later in the show. This is Petite Ballon. This is the Finders Keepers Radio Show, making global local. Je ne ferai mi que si l'on touche à mes petits 
Listening to the Histoire de Melody Eurovision, some uh, some terrific slide guitar on that record uh, with a, a kind of Benny Hill aspect to it at the same time. <laughs> wow, I yeah. Know. Do you know I've what I mean? I haven't considered that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a bit of that going on. There is on. A, a bit of that sort of Benny Hill stroke, um, the theme from Paddington. Mm. Paddington music seeps into Gansborg. But he's, yeah, I don't know. They're sort of like, he does revert back to a lot of sort of classical, popular European song every now and then. Yeah, yeah. You know, every he'll, he'll steal a show. He does slip thing. on banana skins, doesn't he? Yeah. Serge Gansborg quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, Either lyrically or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever was going on in uh, his mind. Vanier is the only guy who I'll trust with slide guitar. I'm not a fan of slide guitar, no, but but no. but he's 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 a repeat offender. I kind of uh, always associate slide guitar with country and western, and I, I don't think mm. I can get really past that. To be quite honest, yeah, and, and yeah, Vanier can do no wrong in in my book. Yeah, do you think? Would you fancy heading over to Germanic pastures? I, I, th- I think we should. With the B music of the Eurovision Song Contest, let's visit Germany. On to Cindy and Bert, a German vocal group from Saarland, consisting of Watter, Gussenberger and Norbert Berger. Some success in the 1970s, but were best known for their participation in the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest. Cindy and Bert's first attempt failed in 1972 when they didn't even get past the national selection. Think off the drawing board. Uh, eventually amended in 1974 with "Die Summer Melody," the year that ABBA won with Waterloo. Wow! The, yeah, the summer med- medal m- melody. Yeah. That summer so. melody. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cindy and Bert, they, they were like sound like the Muppets, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're like a sort of like a Peters and Lee or sort of Carpenters mm. cash in yeah. South thing. The Germans did that quite well. There was another one called Adam and Eve. Who, uh, yeah, they were. Uh, there was a few of them duos, but um, yeah, but they had quite a lot of records out. Right, those guys. So they were Saturday Night TV kind of. Yeah, yeah, that totally. Thing. There's a lot of that around. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. sort of yeah. cabaret sort yeah. of thing, you know. But repeat offenders at the old Eurovision mm-hmm. entries, from what you've what you've just said. They had a good go at it. But low maintenance, isn't it? When just a couple of them turn up in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, But one thing that they did do, which was absolutely insane, was uh, a cover of "Paranoid" by Black Sabbath. No way. <laughs> yeah. The much covered "Paranoid." The more I think, the more we do this show, the more we tend to talk about Black Sabbath. And paranoid or people you know connected with sabbath in many many different ways yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah cindy and bert doing paranoid yeah <laughs> fancy I'd, that i think i'd probably yeah <laughs>
Electrifying performance of that record. If that was on, or anything sounded like that in a Eurovision, that would uh, that would uh, w- would get my vote every time. Yeah, uh, yeah, and a great bass line going through that. Far that? too far superior to to the Sabbath version. I mean, it was the only metal entry thus far that banned Lordy? Would ma- the mask wearing Lordy from Lordy. a few years back? Yeah. Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were yeah. But it, they weren't even. Um, Metal, were they? Was no, like, they were nothing. It's like Kiss. They yeah. look like metal, but yeah, they sound yeah. like glam or yeah. something. But yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, that that version of Paranoid, didn't it? It's really, really good. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't entered. Mm. It was the alternative? Yeah. Uh, more yeah. the pity it wasn't yeah. entered. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the funny thing about that though, if you were looking for a German translation of um, the lyrics to Paranoid, d- don't go to that record because yeah. that record's actually called Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, what's it's, that all about? It's what? not even Paranoid. Yeah. It's just yeah. you know they've just uh, they've just taken the uh, the the riff. In fact, that is a sitars in their eyes moment. Mm. Yeah, mm. we we should uh, maybe resurrect that for the uh, Finders Keepers Radio Show. So. Um, we, 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 we flirted with the French language, which is always a nice thing to do earlier on. On most shows, we uh, flirt with the, uh, the French language. But that was for Luxembourg. Maybe we should head straight to... France? Guy Bonnet originally represented France in the Eurovision in 1983 with uh, Vivre, finishing eighth. 
But no stranger to the competition, you'd be pleased to know. Right. I uh, wrote a song which was performed by Isabel Aubrey in 68. And in 1970, he participated in the Eurovision Song Contest uh, for France with Marie Bianche, uh, coming fourth out of 12 contestants. He also wrote and composed songs for many artists, including Morel Mathieu and Sylvie Vatan. Morel Mathieu, I'm sure, won uh, the Eurovision with Come What May at some stage. Right, yeah. Sylvie, uh, Sylvie yeah. Vartan was also a... Well, Sylvie Vartan's a legend. Brilliant Guy Pelliard comic called um, Jodel was based on her very striking image. Oh. And uh, Jean-Claude Vanier did some arrangements for her. But there goes that name again. Yeah. Guy Bonnet. Mm. Yeah. What did you say? He, he what, With Viva, he got a K8. Eighth. Did he? Not bad. That's not bad. If you, if you, you know, you finish it in the top ten, I'd say that's a success, wouldn't you? Yeah. Guy Bonnet worked with a sidekick called uh, Karl Heinz Schaffer, who to me has always been a, a, a very underrated arranger in France. Did music with a brilliant sort of Jane Birkin style singer called Leone. But, um, yeah. Guy. Um, caught the Melody Nelson bug, believe it or not, and right. um, did a conceptual record based on uh, Nabokov's Lolita, which kind of like is a kind of risky mm. thing to do. Yeah. Um, so when the Eurovision lights went down, he uh, well he 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 got a decent bass player, um, some strings, and a very tight drummer, and tried to ape the uh, the work of. Surgeon Jean-Claude with records like Mr. Nabukov. From global glam to failed pop, this is the Finders Keepers radio show.
trop dans la folie pour un caprice charmant. Elle boit son sang, sa vie, elle se change en tourment. Il ne veut pas la perdre, il préfère se perdre. Pour ce démon, cet ange, il meurt d'un mal étrange. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the Finest Keepers Radio Show, our Eurovision record special. That was Guy Bonnet representing France. So, you know, if the French were left to their own devices, I think Eurovision might have been become quite a smutty place, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, on today's evidence, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of it around. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, huge... Suggestive. <laughs> huge suggestive rip-off mm, of, mm. rip of um, Histoire de Melody Nelson there by You Guy, say that, that, that makes Bonnie. you a little... It gets under your skin, that. Do you, do you actually like that version? Or, you know? No, I do. I, lo- I love, I love yeah. the production. It's well done on it, yeah. Yeah. Actually, only only one person can really do... You know, it's like Kubrick can do Lolita, Gansborg can do Lolita. Mm. I don't think anybody... Everybody else should leave it alone. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, he didn't enter that into... Uh, Terry Wogan never commentated on no. that record. I oh, know, yeah. So yeah. There it is. There is another example. And I thank- I'm going to uh, take on a trip to Portugal now, Pete. Really? Obrigado. Obrigado. So, Pete, you're staring into the screen of the Robotron 2000. What does it tell you, what does it tell you about the uh, about um, uh, Jose Cid from yeah. Portugal? Um, grand, grand amor was the, the 1980 Eurovision entry for Portugal. Portugal, by the way, have not yet won the Eurovision Song Contest. They've entered the competition 48 times. But uh, back to uh, Jose Cid, a Portuguese singer, uh, songwriter and uh, composer. He uh, formed his first group, The Babies, who were a covers band in, in Portugal in 1956. He was in a band called uh, Quarteto 1111, or I don't know uh, whether to pronounce it Quarteto 1111 or Quarteto 4. I've never known. I see this record at record fairs all the time as a prime slice of Portuguese psychedelia, which those records are few and far yeah. between. Um, so Jose Cid was the main man in this band, and uh, his, uh, his music, uh, albeit often instrumental, sounds a lot like this... Around the world, Finders Keepers Radio Show.
You're listening to the Finders Keepers Radio Show. This is our Eurovision Song Contest special, the B music of Eurovision, representing Portugal. Jose Sid. Oh, and I'm just getting a message in from uh, Lee, Lee, Lee Jander down on Cut. the on the floor. Cut it, yeah, just disqualified. Disqualified. What for, uh, Santana sounded like. And the fact that it's not a song; it's an instrumental, yeah. and it's not the um, yeah. the uh, Eurovision. It's band not the criteria contest; it's the song contest. But yes, that was Jose Sid who, who who did quite well in the Eurovision song contest when he decided to sing on top of his um, his, his instrumental. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah, there we go. Fantastic. Um, where should we go now? Ooh, pick a country. How about uh, Scandinavia? Stockholm, just to prove that uh, ABBA aren't the only uh, Eurovisionary export. And we travel back a fair distance to uh, Monica Zetterlund. Early doors, 1963, she represented her country, uh, Sweden. Uh, Monica Zetterlund with, I think, Engang i Stockholm. Ah, Once Upon a Time in Stockholm, I think. Uh, yeah, that's singer and actress. Uh, bad news, though, for uh, Monica. Why? Uh, she came last, scoring null points. That you know why? No, because she tried to put jazz into the song uh, contest. Uh, yeah, 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 and it failed miserably. But uh, she went on to work with like some standards like Stan Getz and uh, Louis Armstrong. So well respected, apart from that one performance at uh, the 1963 Eurovision Song Contest. Well, they learnt the bloody lesson. They did it indeed. <laughs> they did. Never stick jazz into Eurovision. Don't try and jazz it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. It's not a four-letter word. Well, the thing is, I'm a big fan of Monica Zetterlund. I've got a few albums by her. Right. One quite rare one called Chicken Feathers, which was recorded and released via uh, Swedish Swedish uh, radio. And um, yeah, there is a fantastic track on there that goes by the name of Baby. In some ways She's like a prize With golden eyes That close at the sight Of sleeping arms Wandering
You're listening to uh, The Finest Keepers, Eurovision Record Show. That was amazing. Uh, I feel like we're in a smoky uh, step down somewhere, don't you? In a speakeasy. Wow. Beautiful. If I, if I was in charge, that would be, that'd be mm. a winner. Of probably the. the yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no poire. She came last in 1963, yeah. representing uh, uh, Sweden, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Monica Zetterlund, uh, written by Steve Kuhn, uh, written and, and 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 made with Steve Kuhn in 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 Stockholm. Amazing mm. jazz dude with drums by Alex Ryle, a Danish drummer, which is just does Stockholm uh, have a, a jazz history. Obviously, Oof. does then. If, if we talk about 63, so there's a strong jazz scene there then yeah. in the early 60s. Why do you think Don Cherry ended up there? Exactly. Yes, yeah. of course, yeah, of course, of course. Well, going from a, a, a nil. Poit to a number one, uh, uh, an, uh, an out and out winner for, for a, Israel. A one foul swoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Israel. So, Isaac Cohen may be familiar, represented Israel in 1978, and as you quite rightly said, won the Eurovision Song Contest wow. with Abani B. We're wow. written by uh, Nurit Tersh and words by Ahud Mana. Uh, pretty impressive there, a, a record that I think, because it's strangely familiar to me, which a lot of records are on the show, I think that might have been uh, uh, successful in uh, the UK. Generally, if you won the Eurovision Song Contest in those days, you would have a hit in most countries, wouldn't you? Generally, because of the exposure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would qualify him as absolute A music, wouldn't yeah, it? It would, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A-list celebrity, but... Yeah. Quite capable of B music. Okay. Quite capable of doing, you know, giving us the underdog strings groups. to his bow. Yeah. Do you want? I mean, this, this, this is, uh, this is where he gets low down and and dirty. Does does Mister Mister um, Cohen? This is the Finders Keepers Radio Show, making global local. I don't care, although I don't know for what I 
Liza Cohen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the Finders Keepers radio show, our Eurovision Song Contest special. The B music of Europe. The B, that is certainly is the B that music. It's a criteria there, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's got the synths in there. He's got yeah. that mini mood business going on at the end. Yeah, a singer of Israeli descent. Worked closely with a female author called Nurit Hirsch, and she was she's. Her name's on tons of tons of records by Turkish singers and Eastern singers. Shinai being one of the uh, the, the the current Turkish female uh, f- favourites. She uh, penned a lot of music for for her. But yeah, not when she wasn't scoring number one Eurovision winners for Isa Cohen. Would would that be the same time as his uh, Eurovision success? Do you know? It's funny you should ask that because that was two two years earlier. I think, oh, was it? Yeah, I think when they um, when he won Eurovision, they went back and got all his Israeli only pressed records and made out. a compilation. Right, but yeah. it was uh, English language. He did a lot of English language versions of everything he did anyway. So I think he was obviously. So I think he was uh, quite famous after that point. Then uh, he, his big Eurovision record. And yeah, I think he had intentions to uh, do something bigger than um, just play the Tel Aviv uh, Jaffa. Aspirations. There's a lot of good synth stuff coming out of. Mm. Co- yeah, I've, I've told you that story about the. Um, I'll tell you very quickly about them two brothers who um, used to go down onto the docks and buy big um, incognito car um, containers, hoping that they'd find haberdashery inside. Right. They bought one, cracked it open, it was full of gramophone players. Have right. you ever told you that story? No, no, it's a great one. So they had to set up a record label, making records to facilitate the players that they'd just sold. Anyway, 20 years later, they did it again and opened it and it was full of synthesizers. Same people. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing. So then they Something to... tells me that they might have known what was in the containers. Well, maybe. Oh, I, no. don't, I don't know. But I'm mentioning no names. But that might have been the synth <laughs> interjection into uh, the Tel-, like Tel-, Tel Aviv club scene. But anyway, that was Isa Cohen. Um, Good. Yeah. And this is the B music of Eurovision Histoire de Melody Eurovision. Let's go all the way to Belgium. Appeared in the 1980 Eurovision, representing Belgium Telex synth pop act Mark Mullin and Dan Laxman. Uh, apparently, at the time, they wanted to come last in the competition to be cool, be a bit of novelty. <laughs> they only got ten points, but Portugal came last in that Eurovision of 1980. <laughs> they beat them to it. They beat them yeah, to the back of the yeah, queue. Yeah. Well done, Portugal. Papa well, Bendy, lovely, yeah, yeah. excellent. Telex, though. I mean, you know, Dan yeah, Laxman. Kind of a Mark hit in this country at any stage, Telex. Well, they did that Minor. Moscow disco. Do you is know that? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 I do. Mark Moulon is one of my heroes anyway. Why? You know, each believe he's in the band Placebo, who are an amazing Belgian fusion electronic band. And he was also in the band Koss, which, ah, which, which yeah. I think you, one you, of those you've got records. one of their records. I and have. You, and you quite like it. So, I mean, what can it I was say? gifted to, to, you bought it for me, really. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. you. Yeah. So, so yeah, pl- I mean, why don't we just... I mean, to be honest, the track that Telex entered was called Eurovision. That was the name of the tune, okay. which I think, outside of the context of the competition, is a great name for a record anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a bad tune. So I don't know whether to play Balek by Placebo, which is the B-music side, or their entry. Maybe we should play a bit of both. Let's play Balek by Mark Mulan and Placebo. And then break the rules and see it directly. Break the sub- rules? Yeah, break the rules. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> Well, they tried to break the break. They only intended to come last in the competition. Yeah, so let's do a bit of a back-to-back. Rule breakers together. Here's a couple of tunes.
Finders Keepers B Music It breaks my heart. We're Produce getting a, agenda. We're getting a sign from Janda saying that's not technically not a song. Wrap it, cut it. it cut, even though it being one of the best pieces of music mm. ever made, yes. in, my, in my tiny opinion. Uh, so we're going to play the actual entry by Telex to the Eurovision Song Contest, which is aptly entitled Eurovision. <laughs> I'm not too sure if that is uh, 
the B music of Europe or Histoire de Melody Eurovision uh, 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 in either way. And, it, and it's in English, which uh, producer Jandra said that's uh, an unfair advantage. Any um, country that tries to sing in English to, to, to gain unfair advantages uh, should be thrown out of the competition, should be in their, their native language. And that's the only reason you would throw them out of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that was a terrible record as well. Yeah, yeah, Mark yeah. Moulin can do no wrong. Oh, can he? <laughs> <laughs> I think he just did. That, that was that was telex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should uh, head back to the early doors of the of the competition, or the early doors for for Turkey again. Another another brilliant entry in 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 my opinion, but not in the opinions of the international mm. board. Um, yeah, uh, it, let's give Turkey another go. You are, you are completely breaking the rules of the Eurovision rules. No, uh, no two appearances in one edition of the Eurovision. Lee Jander produced being on, and it's a no-go area. You can't do it. As, as self-appointed Eurovisionary historians, I think we're allowed to put <laughs> things in a larger context, especially when there's, to me, Turkey would win every, every year. Mm. I mean, if you look back at the history, I mean, Adja Pekin was, was, was a brilliant Turkish entry. She did some fantastic records. Turkey, as, as late comers to the party, took it pretty mm. seriously. But um, but there's this this band called Chichi, Chichi Kizla, which translates as, as the cute girls, and I don't really think they got, got that many. I mean, they, they, they announced it all over Turkey that they were entering the first Eurovision um, uh, uh, Turkish contest, but I don't right. think they actually got oh, past the. Did they fall bas- at the first fence? I don't think they got past oh, the bus no. for us, really, to be <laughs> honest. But but well touted as a as a Eurovision uh, Turkish entry, their track and Delison uh, translated as "You're Mad" mm-hmm. was was the song that they were brave enough to to put up front. But I also think it's nice for the show. I mean, it's nice to obviously. There's, there's people like Michelle Colombia and Vanier and, like I said earlier, all these amazing people. This can go on. Let's try and make this an annual event. Yes, the, 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 first. the Yeah, the... Um, this is the inaugural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the RB music of Eurovision, because there's so much more... Histoire de Melody Eurovision. Yeah, there's so much more in the can. So we'll take it back to Turkey with mm. the uh, group known as uh, The Cute Girls and their track, Jensim Yasami... Severin, and I'm sure for that pronunciation, I will be scoring approximately nil. This is the Finders Keepers radio show, making global local.
You have been listening to the Finders Keepers radio show presenting to you the yeah, Histoire de Melodie Eurovision, the beat music of Eurovision. If you'd like to uh, listen to further episodes of the Finders Keepers radio show, go to iTunes to download, to Mixcloud and Soundcloud. You can hear uh, 10 years of Finders Keepers. You can hear our uh, Space Rock special, our uh, French special, guests including George Clinton, Graham Gouldman, Tisha Sadier. It's all there. And check out the Finders Keepers radio show. Finders Keepers. B music. <laughs>